Hi there and welcome to the Adventures with Jesus Today podcast. I'm your host Lisa Vandenberg and today we're going to be talking about encouraging yourself and others. I want to encourage you to come across to our website thewaysofwisdom.com. There are some great podcast resources there and I love to help people and walk people and support people on their journey from where you are to where you desire to be. So come across and check out some resources. I was speaking to somebody the other day who reached out and they were in a particular situation that looked pretty dire. It's a work situation and some things were said and it was like, do I reply to this? Do I go to HR? How do I sort out what's going on in front of me? And you know, we all get into situations like that where it's just so overwhelming for us. There's so much at stake. We don't know what to do. We don't know how how to go forward that it is super helpful to reach out to somebody else and just get their point of view or their opinion or their advice. And sometimes just for somebody to listen to us because we're so stuck in the thinking ourselves. And so as I sat with this young lady and just listened to what was going on, I was praying and saying, Lord, what do we do? What does, what does this look like? How do they go forward in this situation? And I realized so much in that conversation, the power of encouraging ourselves and others. And quite a few years ago, the Lord um, had me really look at the word and go, you know what, Lisa, encourage means to give courage to somebody else or get courage from somebody else um, when you don't have enough. And that's the beauty of the body of Christ as we get to support each other, right? None of us have all of the answers. That's the way God designed it to be. We're supposed to lean on each other. We're supposed to help each other and support each other and, and give our gifts to each other so that we look like the whole body and not just individuals. And so as we started talking this through, I was able to, the Lord gave me some ideas and things to share. Um, and it's really some truth to speak into her life so that she wasn't just reacting from the place of emotion. Emotions are valid and beautiful, and I let her express all of those. And it was lovely because then you get it out on the table and you can actually look at things properly then. And then as we did that, then I spoke courage into her, reminded her who she is and what this looks like and put some really practical steps in place that she could take to move forward well from a place of uh, power instead of a pace, place of looking and feeling like a victim. And so as I've been unpacking this, I have so remembered that beautiful verse that we all refer to often in Joshua 1, 7, uh, 7, 8, and 9. And it's a place where Joshua is standing on the edge of the promised land. The, the Israelites have been traveling for 40 years through the desert. They get to the promised land. The guys have gone in to spy the land. They've come out with a report of what it looks like. And now Joshua knows that he's taking over from Moses and they need to go in and conquer this promised land. And can you imagine, put yourself in his shoes. He's got, the, the reports are that there were, uh, you know, lots and lots of people, hundreds of thousands of, of people that he needed to take over. And this land was full of giants. And this land had uh, fortresses that they had to get through, like Jericho. And he's got to look at this. And he could, he could look at all of those big things in front of him and be really afraid. I mean, it's legit. There was a lot to do and a lot of people to lead through. And he was a newish leader, right? Um, and the Lord actually encouraged him and gave him courage where he didn't have courage. 
And it's something so beautiful about the Lord is that he reminds us of the truth of the word and that helps us to go, oh, okay, oh, that, that thing I'm believing is actually a lie. It's not the truth. This is the truth of what God says. And so it says, I'm reading from the Amplified Bible, it says, only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do everything in accordance with the entire law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, so that you may prosper and be successful wherever you go. So the first point is that God gives us, he gives us his encouragement and he says, hey, follow what's in the word. Follow what I've told you to do, because that is, and don't, don't deviate from it. Follow what I told you to do. Follow the truth of the word, right? Which every one of us can open our Bibles and read the truth of the word. It's right there in front of us. And as you follow that, no matter what it looks like, because he still had to fight the battles, right? There were still casualties. There were still, all sorts of things happened in those years where they were taking the promised land. But the, the encouragement from the Lord and the courage that he gave them was, hey, just stick to what I've told you to do. Okay, so as we open the word of God and he says to us, hey, forgive people. Concentrate on what's good and true and noble and just. Keep your eyes fixed on me. As we do that, then he says, look, I'm going to be with you through everything and we'll get to the other side. And then he says in verse 8, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall read and meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will be successful. So he actually repeats, hey, keep the word in front of you. Keep my promises in front of you. Keep the things I've said in front of you, so that as you, as you meditate on that, it means don't just read it once, but you get to have your mind renewed. We get to have our mind renewed every day as we read this, as we listen, and we go, oh, yes, yes. Now, I remember that God is with me. And there's this uh, beautiful picture I have. I'll describe it to you. And it's a picture of an outline of God, and he's carrying a huge shield. And then peeking out from behind the shield is this little guy. <laughs> just his head sticking out. And God's massive, right? And the shield is massive. And this little guy is peeking out from behind the shield. And it always gives me such courage to look at that photo because, sorry, that drawing, because then I remember how big God is. I remember that he's actually the one that's fighting the battle, that he's actually the one that's got all the power. And I get to look at the situation from his point of view. I get to remember who has got my back. I get to remember who is with me, who has sent me on this mission, who has created me for a specific thing. So as you remember, as you look at the situation, you know, uh, Joshua could look at those walls of Jericho and they were fortified. It was a huge city, right? And he can look at it and they can look big, but then he can remember how big his God is and that God had sent them on this mission, promised them the promised land and was giving them ways to, to do it, right? So he meditated on the truth of what God said. He looked at the thing in front of him and remembered how big his God was in relation to what was in front of him. And then the third verse, verse 9 says, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. This beautiful reminder that it is God who is with us. We do not have to do anything by ourselves. And truly, we remember that his nature is trustworthy. He said, I'm never going to leave you. I'm never going to forsake you. And this beautiful lesson that we're learning at the moment and in this time, I feel there's so much grace on it in this time, is that 
God is showing us, hey, regardless of what your circumstances look like in front of you, regardless of what the political situation is like, regardless of what the balance in your bank account is like, regardless of what your relationships looks like, I want to remind you that I, God, am with you. I see you. I know you. I feel what's going on. And I'm with you. And that is what can give us courage. I've been reading in the Gospels lately, you know, Paul said, I know I'm supposed to go into these lands, but the Holy Spirit has warned me that there's going to be lots, I will be in chains and there will be lots of trouble that's coming. And I don't know what's happening, but I know who's going with me. All of the apostles and the way they were martyred and the things that they went through in their lives, they did what God called them to do, the spreading of the gospel and leaving us the the epistles and the letters and the Bible. Um, And the thing that got them through everything, even the thing that got Jesus through going to the cross, was knowing who was with him, knowing that he was there for a purpose, that God was working everything out together for good according to his plans and purposes. All of them knew that. And too often we can get stuck and discouraged, right? Our courage is taken away from us when we look at the circumstances in front of us instead of remembering who is with us in the circumstances. So I want to encourage you today that wherever you don't have courage, wherever you are afraid of something, wherever there's a lie you believe, go to the Lord, go to the Word and say, Lord, what do you have to say about this? What is the truth about what I get to believe? And let the Word actually give you courage, like God says to Joshua in Joshua 1, 7 to 9. Let it give you courage. Meditate on the word. Meditate on what he's done. Remind yourself of who is with you and that he's way bigger than any wall you can face, way bigger than any problem you can face, and that he's actively at work giving you the wisdom, the strength, the courage to be able to deal with whatever's in front of you. doesn't mean the circumstances always look good, but it does mean that the one who is good is with you in every circumstance. Ah. So as you go about your day, give courage and send courage um, and receive courage because this is what we get to do as the body of Christ. We get to encourage each other and give each other courage. Let's listen to each other. Let's love on each other. Let's equip each other, help each other, see each other, know each other, walk with each other, and give and receive courage from both the Lord and from each other. The end of that story that I started with was that this young lady felt so much more empowered by the end of our call. She remembered that she's powerful. She remembered that there are people to help her. She remembered that she, she was also able to see where she had made mistakes and where she needed to ask for forgiveness and when she needed to repent. And so she just had so much more clarity on the situation and the courage. I mean, you could see her squaring her shoulders and like lifting her head and going, oh, okay, I have the courage to be able to go through this situation. Well, the situation hadn't changed, but she had changed. She was being courageous. Not doing courageous, she was being courageous. And that's what has helped her navigate the situation. It's still an ongoing situation, but now she has the power and the courage to be able to go through it. So that is the beauty of what God's word and encouraging each other and receiving courage from each other can do. So as always, Jesus is inviting you on this adventure to be courageous. He's inviting you on this adventure today. Will you accept? 
Bless you guys. Like and share this. Send it to others who need some courage today to help encourage them and to help them be able to navigate through the circumstances, any circumstances in life with God. Bless you guys.